Hi there. I'm Mark Swallow, and I'm glad you are joining me for today's God Is podcast. Let's get started learning who God is. Thank you for joining me today from wherever you are and by however you listen as we meet together coast to coast here in the United States and all the way around the world. As we get going in a brand new week, I would like to read for us the first five verses of Genesis chapter 4, and then we will focus on the last part of verse 5. If your Bible is handy, please join me in reading the text. This is God's word to us from Genesis 4, beginning at verse 1. Now the man had relations with his wife Eve, and she conceived and gave birth to Cain. And she said, I have gotten a man-child with the help of the Lord. Again she gave birth to his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of flocks, but Cain was a teller of the ground. So it came about in the course of time that Cain brought an offering to the Lord of the fruit of the ground. Abel, on his part, also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and for his offering, God had no regard. So Cain became very angry, and his countenance fell. Verse 5 says, Cain became very angry and his countenance fell. We looked at this last week and we come to it again today. Why are we spending time here? The answer is simple. What follows verse 5 deals with Cain's anger. We have to first have an understanding of the nature of his anger before we watch and see how God deals with angry Cain. On Friday, I put the remainder of our discussion on verse 5 into this context with a question. How should Cain have responded to God? He brings the Lord his offering, and the Lord rejects both Cain and his offering. Now, what should Cain's attitude towards God have been? Or, to put the question another way, how could Cain have responded to God in a well-pleasing and acceptable way, such that the Lord would have received him and forgiven him? And we traveled over to a parable Jesus told in Luke 18, In the parable, there was a Pharisee who thought he was a righteous man, but he was not. And then there was the tax collector who knew he was not a righteous man, and so he asked God for God's mercy. And we said that Cain should have been like that tax collector, but was remarkably similar to the Pharisee. When the Lord God rejected Cain and his offering, Cain had the opportunity to pursue God and express genuine sorrow for his sin before holy God, to say, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. Cain, in effect, could have said, Lord, you have rejected me in my offering. What must then I do to make this right with you? I now know my offering and the attitude in which I gave it did not please you, but I want to be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. So make me the righteous man I thought I was, but I am not. If Cain had shown that humility, God would have forgiven him and the outcome would have been totally different. But, as we know from reading the rest of the story, Cain did not do what he should have done. He did the opposite. He dug in with his pride. He became jealous of Abel, and his resentment against God festered until it broke forth in rage, and he murdered Abel, as we shall see. 
I want to make the point to you today that Cain's anger really was against God. Have you ever been angry with God? Are you angry with Him right now? Consider this as we turn to one of our favorite theologians here on God Is. His name is John Calvin. Calvin, who lived from 1509 to 1564, is the French theologian and Genevan pastor and the most prominent of the 16th century Christian reformers. During our time in Genesis, we have been using insights from his commentary, Genesis. This is an accessible book packed with penetrating wisdom. Regarding Cain's anger against God, John Calvin writes the following. Here is how we handle what he writes. I'm going to first read it to you, and then I will make sense of this in 21st century English. So let me read him, and then I will dissect what he writes and apply it to us. It is good for you to be familiar with competent theologians and great theology, even if this means having to think deeply about what has been written, and or needing a little interpretation. What a Christian like John Calvin has left us through his writing is very valuable. So I offer him to you now, and tomorrow, and most likely right on into Wednesday. We have his writing, it's accessible to us, and let me quote from John Calvin now. He writes, In the person of Cain is portrayed to us the likeness of a wicked man who yet desires to be esteemed just and even arrogates to himself the first place among the saints. Such persons truly, by external works, strenuously labor to deserve well at the hands of God, but retaining a heart Enwrapped in deceit, they present to him nothing but a mask, so that in their laborious and anxious religious worship there is nothing sincere, nothing but mere pretense. Let's pause there so we can grasp what Calvin is writing. Calvin calls Cain a wicked man, meaning Cain is unrighteous. To quote 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 5, Cain was holding to a form of godliness, although denying its power. Cain did the outwardly act he perceived to be godly. He brought his offering. But he denied that he needed to come to God by faith. Cain did not come to God by faith. He came to God by works. Cain was not a righteous man. He was an unrighteous man. But, Calvin continues, he desired to be esteemed just and even arrogates to himself the first place among the saints, meaning that Cain thought of himself as just, as righteous. He even thought he was more righteous than Abel. He arrogated or he claimed without justification that he had first place with God. And thinking that of himself, Cain, by external works, strenuously labored to deserve well at the hands of God. 
meaning Cain wanted to come to God his way, not God's way. Cain determined that his good deed of bringing of the fruit of the ground was that external work that should have prompted God to say, well done. But what he forgot was that God does not look upon the outward appearance as we do. God looks at the heart, the inward appearance, and in the Lord's judgment, Cain must be rejected. Commenting on people like Cain, Calvin continues, But, retaining a heart enwrapped in deceit, they present to God nothing but a mask, so that in their laborious and anxious religious worship there is nothing sincere, nothing but mere pretense. That is so well said and absolutely true. Let's take a worship service in one of our churches as an example. Let's say that on a Sunday morning, we look around and we see it's a full house. You and I are observers and we see what looks like hundreds of Christians gathered for prayer, to sing out to God in worship, for the reading of the Bible, and to listen to the Word of God preached. There is a time to give back to the Lord of tithes and offerings, to put money in a bag that will then be used by the church for ministry in the local community and even for ministry around the world. As you and I observe, all we can do is look at how others act in the service. We watch to see what they do. Well, God is also watching, but He sees the heart. And what He finds in many is a heart enwrapped in deceit. They are lying to God. They are not being truthful about why they came to church that day, and God sees they are wearing a mask. Wow, on the outside, that mask looks so spiritual, religious, kind, gracious, so Christian. The mask is so effective, all of the rest of us believe this person is sincere. But we have been fooled. There is nothing sincere about it, only Mere pretense. There is an attempt by many in any worship service in all churches around the world today. There is an attempt by many to make something that is not the case appear true. And men and women who act like this are committing the same sin Cain did. They are just like him. I am not trying to make you paranoid. I am not saying we should always doubt every person who appears to be genuinely and truly worshiping God. I urge you not to be looking around next Sunday, putting the people around you under suspicion. Let us leave the discernment of heart to the only one who can do it and has the right to do it. He is God. What I am saying And certainly what Calvin is saying is that we should not be fooled. Not everyone who claims to worship God actually is worshiping God in the way that is pleasing and acceptable to him. Retaining a heart enwrapped in deceit, they present to God nothing but a mask, so that in their laborious and anxious religious worship, There is nothing sincere, nothing but mere pretense. 
That is what Cain did. He wore his mask well, but God cannot be fooled. Well, I hope this is enlightening to you, and I will have more on Calvin, who is commenting on Cain, tomorrow when you join me for God Is. Thank you for listening to this God Is podcast. Drop me an email and tell me what you think. Mark at GodIsMinistry.org That's Mark at GodIsMinistry.org Please do share this with others and be sure and join me for the next one.